Hello, beautiful people. How's it going? <laughs> that voice. <laughs> this is the Innuendo Show. Whoop, whoop. Where we talk about innuendos in music. And for today, we are going to be focusing on I Feel It Coming by The Weeknd. Oh, yeah. Who am I? <laughs> Who am I? That's one secret I'll never tell. I know you love me. XOXO. Gossip Girl. I am. I'm Asia, y'all. Um, Man, I feel like I should have a glass of wine doing this one. I've been sober for a year. Yay! Completely sober. That's Completely great. Completely sober. Because it's hard. Year. Especially, no, I will, I honestly, I will commend you for that because we're in quarantine. And I know that a lot of people have become alcoholics or have picked up drinking a lot more frequently. Um, I don't know if I drink about the same, but... I drink a lot of wine. I'm a lot more conscious of how much I'm drinking. So I'm like, I'm yeah. gonna drink, but my limit is two. But most of the time I don't even get to the second glass. Cause I'm just like, eh, I'm okay. But I commend you because quarantine is hard. And the fact yeah. that you were able to deal with it completely sober, mm -hmm. you deserve a prize, girl. I <laughs> the the prize is the sobriety. Um, well, there you go. The, the, the prize is, is, is good health and well-being for me. Because I mean, that's the reason why I chose well, no, I, so I chose to stop drinking well before quarantine, like, yeah. and, and literally when I chose to stop drinking was when I started therapy. <laughs> like literally it was like the day I started therapy, that was the last day I drank. Entering verse one. For the weekend, love him to pieces. Ah, uh, there was one time I could have gone to a concert and I thought that it was gonna happen on a day that I had an exam and it didn't. So I was sad I didn't pay for it. But anyways, for this song, I feel it coming. When you just initially look at the title of the song, I guess you could assume he's talking about something sexual, but I did not know that at all. So we're just looking at the lyrics here. He says, um, tell me what you really like, baby, I can take my time. We don't ever have to fight, just take it step by step. I can see it in your eyes because they never tell me lies. I can feel that body shake and the heat between your legs. Now granted, yes, he, he, he makes it plain and clear that sexual things are happening here. But what I took from this song was, more, was less about the sex and more about him wanting to build a relationship with the girl. I definitely, like I totally got the sexual reference, but I think a lot of music nowadays, and we'll, we'll probably mention this many of times with many songs that we do, but I feel like a lot of songs, there is like this intertwining between that and um, uh, the more like developmental part of relationships. Mm -hmm. And like when I, when I was reading these lyrics and like listening to the song a little bit more in depth, it, it just, it's, it's a part of the romance it feels like. I mean, I think it's interesting that you bring up the romance of it because when you think of The weekend, I don't, I personally don't think of romance. Um, mm. I think of him just saying like, I mean, he has phases. Like, of course he has songs where he's just like, yeah, I'm gonna hit up all these girls and I'm gonna have sex with oh, them. Yeah. Oh, or yeah. <laughs> it's like his album, what was it? Melancholy, where he was just, sad the entire album but then he was yeah. like f you i don't need nobody <laughs> yeah so it was just yeah. like i never really get the whole like this is 
Like, this is a relationship that we're gonna build. But in this song, I actually get that. I think I, I see a, a full relationship because relationships are not just about figure out and talking to people and getting to know them on a deeper level. Like, there is a sexual aspect in a relationship and sex does bring people closer. So I feel like this song kind of has like a more well-rounded feel. Um, but it, it, it's more so about intimacy than it is about sex. Yes. Um, yeah, I completely agree with that. But then again, when he does go into the course where he says, I feel it coming, um, he is talking about, like, on a surface level, he is talking about climax. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, <laughs> this isn't the relatable part, but I just... <laughs> oh boy, interesting time to jump in. But, but I do want to say, oh my god. <laughs> See... See, this is why we made the podcast, because I'm clearly too immature <laughs> to talk about this. And I knew I would just be giggly, like, the whole time. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but, you said but giggly, I see, but I heard jiggly. See, and I was like, what? <laughs> giggly, giggly. <laughs> um, no, I don't know how it is from a guy's perspective. But but I, I have physically felt... <laughs> a guy about to it's like it's like you can literally feel it rush <laughs> in in his um yes yes you can physically feel it oh so i uh, got it i feel it coming like quite yes. literally you feel it, it coming almost <laughs> okay got it almost like no no no, no. Uh-huh. Right, well, that's it no 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 that's it it's, it's okay. enough it's enough no, um, I get it. I get it. I get it. That's just like a more. All right, almost like almost like 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 a faucet or something. You know, it's like it's like when you see the or like one of those when you extend that one faucet, like the sprayer thing from like yeah, a, a yeah. sink, and you feel it coming up through like the that. hose before yes. it sprays out. Yeah. All right. So, apart from him focusing on the climax. Um, he jumps into verse two and he's just like, you're not the single type. So baby, this is the perfect time. I'm just trying to get you high and faded off this touch. So this, mm-hmm. this is why it kind of like reminds me of our last episode where we focused on J. Cole's song. Was it Lights, Please? Mm-hmm. Because it seems like they both are talking about how sex can be that distraction or it can take you somewhere else. So he's just saying, I'm just trying to get you high and faded off this touch. So in this one, it's the guy that's doing the distracting, um, I guess, to build intimacy with this girl. Where And she's like, the woman is one who's been hurt before. And so I guess that's where her mind is. Like she's focused on the problems of life in the world. And then the weekend is just like, hey, like, I can take your mind off it with sex. Whereas with J. Cole, he was the one that wanted to, like, talk about the problems of the world, and she was the one that was just like, hey, let's get distracted with sex. So, I don't know, I just felt like they kind of correlate with each other because both of them, it's like, sex is that distraction. It's always equivalent to, like, a drug or, like, a fantasy thing that takes you away from your problems, um, I, I I completely I completely agree with this and drew this same parallel, like, you know I I think a lot of music um, has this uh, like um, duality par- parallel something. There's a parallel between both sex and drugs, right? Yeah. Because um, it's addicting and it's a distraction, right? Mm-hmm. It's an escape 
from reality. Mm -hmm. And I like that both of these songs, the J. Cole song that we just did and also um, this song, mention the drug references on top of the already obvious sexual references. Um, because it's it's kind of like a numbing. Although Although this one seems... Like he's trying it, to build from it, whereas the other one is trying to yes. like push down what's going on. Yeah, the other one was suppressive, and this one seems more developmental. Yeah. And also, like when you think about like drugs and anything that's a distraction, it's like there's good and bad to everything, so it's in moderation. Mm -hmm. And it's like this is more so the positive side of it, right? It's mm -hmm. like, it's, which is the it, the intimacy side versus just like a physical act. Yeah. So. When he's saying, you know, like, you don't have to run, I know what you've been through, just a simple touch and it could set you free, we don't have to rush when you're alone with me. Like, this, this is what I imagine, like, my ideal relationship to be because I would need someone <laughs> to be patient. <laughs> like, like, it's just like, um, you know, like, after you've been through certain things or, or I guess in my case, it's been a while. <laughs> um, like, like it's like you know like let's not just like rush into this or set some sort of expectation on it yeah it's like you know it, it'll come <laughs> no pun intended but it'll come so yeah i mean yeah i think actually doing this analysis is, is making me realize that this song is actually romantic but, it's so, but the it, beat it's on so it beautiful. makes you not really pay attention to that. You're just like, I feel it coming. But then it's just like... Because it's a disco song. Yeah. <laughs> Which I will have to say, I loved it. Like, the video, yeah. it's like you you watch it and you're like... Oh, my gosh. This, this is quite reminiscent of Michael Jackson. <laughs> this is... So, this video, bruh. First of all, I, I think I've probably only seen the video, like, a couple times before this. Mm -hmm. But... Like, I'm seeing it through fresh eyes, and, like, such a great video. And, like, I mean, he mentions, you know, that Michael is, like, his number one inspiration and stuff like that. And, you know, it's like, he's even wearing a Michael Jackson-esque, yes. like, shirt. And, and it's it's such a, an homage to Michael, you know what I mean? And I I, I just really appreciate it. Also, like... Daft Punk, <laughs> like, like they worked with him on this album, like on multiple tracks, and mm -hmm. like, like I, I liked a few Daft Punk songs back in the day. My favorite is One More Time, um, but I, I just love like, I also feel like disco in different forms is making a comeback mm -hmm. because like no artist is just one genre. Like you know, I think most art these these days are more genre bending. And back in the day, we used to call them like crossover artists, but it's like, no, the artists are just that now. Yeah. And I feel like The Weeknd is definitely one of those because he, he's done so many different styles of music. Mm -hmm. Like he does trap, he does pop, he does disco. I feel it coming is, I think is just literally the, the mention of climax is just very surface level. But when you dive deeper into it, you get to see a different side and this is kind of what you want a relationship to be. Like you mm -hmm. mentioned, like you want it to be one where someone takes the time and they recognize that you may have things that are that you've gone through, but being graceful about it. 
and then wanting to build with intimacy, not leading with intimacy and having that be the main part of your relationship, which is kind of like what I got from the J. Cole song. It's like the complete opposite. Yeah, where it's it's just like intimate. There wasn't really intimacy. It was we're just doing this so that we can get our minds off of stuff. Um, And that was all their relationship was because they never really talked about anything. There, there was probably not much of like an actual connection there, mm-hmm. a- as opposed to like in this song. There's clearly a connection. Yeah, but in this one, I think it's just like the girl like appears and they're still like they're like dancing together and it, there's just so there's a lot more there. Yeah, it's 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 also really sweet in this video because it was his actual girlfriend. Interesting references in this. So like, you're watching the video and pe- there's a lot of people who are like stones. And at first I was like, okay, <laughs> I was like, like, I, I, okay, like that's just a part of it. Right. But then when they turned to stone, I was like, what is this reference? Because I remember this somewhere in high school. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what is this reference? Um, so what I found was, I think it was Greek mythology, but basically like it's supposed to be a reference to Medusa, which is exactly why we see the snake also at the end. When you look at Medusa, you turn to stone or something. <laughs> like, yes, so. that's what happens. <laughs> so yeah, so because at first I didn't get it until like when I saw the snake, I was like, all right, this is familiar Got to it. me. I also like the spacey vibe of it because it feels like it doesn't take place on this planet, which also makes it interesting that that mythology was... <laughs> would be on a different planet (laughs) Mm. but maybe it's just like a different dimension i don't know (laughs) i don't know this felt like it was just out of planet what was the reason why medusa became medusa i think it was just a curse that was put on her but maybe that gives you like more insight i don't know I don't really remember either. And I used to listen to mythology, so I should know it. But I just, I think she was really, yeah, her life was messed up. So she was raped Mm. and then they punished her. Oh, okay, so it's because she was so beautiful. This is just stupid, but she was beautiful and she caught the eye of Poseidon. He raped her in the sacred temple of Athena. And so Athena was mad that the temple was desecrated but she took that out, not on Poseidon, but on Medusa, and made her basically a monster to turn whoever who looked upon her face into stone. Man, I just look at it as she got her powers, and whoever whoever tried to come at her have to suffer the wrath of Medusa. <laughs> now, but I just I think that's just so messed up. Like, yeah, Athena, like you kind of punished the wrong person. <laughs> um, but well, isn't isn't that isn't that just like how they used to make movies? It's like anytime like a dude like did something with another woman, it was the a woman, woman that got in so trouble. mad at the side chick, and it's like, but your man is the one who was supposed to be loyal to you. This yeah. girl has no allegiance to you. Why are you not mad at him? Yeah. <laughs> but also, this one is just like she did nothing wrong she like literally was taking advantage of and the fact that it happened in athena's temple she got mad at this girl but i'm like you should have hunted down poseidon maybe because poseidon's a god and medusa i don't think medusa was one so she could actually punish medusa and she couldn't punish poseidon but still it just sounds kind of like um, this was written by a man <laughs> to me. For sure. For sure. <laughs> and the woman is always like 
the one who gets the brunt. Like, regardless of what a man does, like, ah, he's fine. We're just gonna, like, punish the girl. And now this girl, sure. is, she has, like, snakes coming out of her head for what? Even, even though he consciously made a decision and she was a victim. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't think that part has such a connection to the song. They probably just like, oh, this is cute. Let's throw it in there. Yeah, they they probably like just had that concept, and maybe like listening to the track itself, they were like, oh, like I kind of like that that visual, and I think that's why they went with it. I'm okay with that. I don't need every video to be literal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't either, but I think it's it's such an interesting choice. You would think someone would do it for a reason. Let's take it to the chorus. We mentioned that The weekend is highly influenced by Michael, and he mentions um, that, you know, he's not trying to be Michael, and by Michael, we mean Michael Jackson, y'all. Um, in case you didn't know what Michael we're talking about in music. But yeah, he, he basically said, like, Michael invented the star, like, what we think of stars are. Like, Michael Jackson is, like, the pinnacle of that. Um... What, what I did find interesting, <laughs> and, and I thought it was really cute, and also like an ode to Michael, was he did like pretty much the, like I wanna rock with you, like dance, like the, the quick little like two-step thing in the video. And, I, and you like you don't think of the weekend as like someone dancing, but like, like he did, he did it like exact. And it's like, that also made me think, I was like, well, you know, literally like every artist that comes out has some sort of influence from Michael Jackson, right? Like, I think like Michael, Janet, Stevie Wonder and stuff like that, but like Michael was influenced by Stevie Wonder mm -hmm. and Michael was influenced by James Brown and he got kind of like that, that little two-step move, like that footwork from James Brown. Like mm -hmm. he saw him do it. And so I, I just think it's interesting that he's like, you know, like Michael invented the star and it's like Michael also looked up to people. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think stars are an amalgamation of their their inspiration their yeah, yeah. yeah because it's like we look at them and it's because i think what makes a good star is someone who's able to take those influences and make it their own so they're not copying so it's like people can look up to them as an individual yeah. and see different aspects of them and not say oh like okay michael you remind me of XYZ. People, when they say yeah. Michael Jackson, they're like Michael Jackson. And they focus on yeah. what he's done and how he was able to make things that he saw his own. And I think that's what makes a real star. Like someone who's yeah. an individual. Like you rise up above the rest. So I think there's a lot of people now who are famous, but are they like stars? stars. Wow. That is, that is crazy that you say that. I have heard this conversation a lot recently. Like legitimately and... I, I know exactly what you're saying when you say that. And sometimes it's hard to explain that. I feel like I feel like it's hard to articulate that because you just know it when you see it type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> but but I will say I, I like that you said that they're an amalgamation of their inspirations. That's what you said, right? Mm -hmm. I don't like when because I feel like this happens too much with artists today is constant comparison to other artists and it's like sure you can see some of that in somebody but like the point is no who really started from scratch except people who lived <laughs> millions of years ago like you know what i mean like i'm just i'm just saying like like everybody has something to build off of and everybody's inspired by something in somebody else 
and it doesn't need to be that they're trying to be somebody else and you don't have to constantly compare somebody for their entire career to past artists for this song um i feel it coming it went four times platinum by march of last year um and it's if you have if you don't know it's off of the album Starboy. Um, mm -hmm. It peaked at number four on the Billboard Hot 100 chart back in 2017. But yeah, 2017 feels far away. That's when I graduated from grad school. Yay! It's crazy. I was there. I know. <laughs> it makes me feel weird to, to think like, it's not just like years past the first time I graduated college. It's literally years, years past, past the second time I graduated. Wait, but, but tell me why literally like last week I was like, holy crap, this is this will make 10 years since we graduated high school. No. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what? I was like, no. You're stuck. I was like, what? Well, th this music video was um, directed by Warren Fu, who has done music videos for a lot of huge artists. Um, like seriously, a ton of huge artists. And... This this song was um, produced by Daft Punk, which we mentioned before. But Daft Punk has, if if you do want to call them crossover artists, because technically they're like techno, they worked with everybody. <laughs> like like they have worked with everybody. Like their music is very popular. And apparently they just broke up or something. <gasps> That's what I heard. Really. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's what I heard, man. <laughs> Why isn't this, like, more news? I don't see that pop up. I just see, like, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West have split. <laughs> That's all I've been seeing. Uh, Based on Genius Annotations, which kind of go coincides with what we say, so it's confirmed that this song differs from The Weeknd's usual attitudes towards love, which usually revolve around one-night stands and lighthearted fun. Um, so yeah. this song is definitely one of his more romantic songs, even though it's not yeah. like a slow R&B type song, which is kind of what I always, in my head, I associate with like a romantic song. It's just mm. slower, but this one has like a little poppy beat, but it does have mm -hmm. a lot more behind this, it. This, this, this sounds like straight up like disco slash 80s music to me. Like yeah. it's like a time capsule, the, sign, the sound of it. But again, I do think that's typical of Daft Punk. Which is which is interesting because I feel like in pop culture there are a lot of different like um, facets to neo futurism, mm -hmm. and I feel like this is almost like the '80s version of neo futurism because you can think Daft Punk is also like futuristic, but that's like this is how like the '80s were. <laughs> like, yeah, everything was the '80s was, was futuristic. Yep. Yeah. So. so. That's very interesting because it's like when you consider it futuristic and when you consider it the 80s. And, and, then, and then when you're actually in the future though, <laughs> and you're like, you're like, oh no, that was just 80s stuff because it wasn't the future. <laughs> like, like, bruh. Because like, cause like Stranger Things takes place in the 80s. Um, uh, Back to the Future was in the 80s. Like all that kind of like futuristic stuff was 80s, so. I was going to say Michael Jackson. <laughs> Not Michael Jackson. Um, so The Weeknd does mention during his Zane Lowe Beats 1 interview, um, when talking about Daft Punk, he says these guys are like my idols and idols to, you know, most artists. Their branding, it's unbelievable. I was definitely inspired by that at the beginning of my career because nobody knew how I looked as well. So being able to work with them felt like a bucket list, so I really wanted to fight for that. And we got into the studio, and you know... 
<laughs> Wait, what? And you know, and you what, know it what it is, is man. man. <laughs> you get into a studio with artists, and it's either it's gonna be amazing or let's just stay friends. And we literally <laughs> did. Starboy, I feel it coming in like two days. I love, I love that you said it like that. He's like, he's like, or let's just stay friends. <laughs> like it's a relationship for real, for real. Yeah, but I think that's that's how you get really good music. You have a relationship with these people. So. Yeah. Clearly, this was one that worked, and we got yeah. Starboy, and I feel it coming. And they, they were able to do it in two days. Let's take it to the bridge, love. Anyways, so that was <laughs> the weekend. Um, I feel it I coming. I feel it coming. Which also, just overall, great song. <laughs> Beautiful song. I absolutely one. love this song. Um, okay, so Melissa, it is your turn to rant. Do you know what you're ranting about? Um, yeah, I guess for the most part, but I just want to wait until this truck is... <laughs> Gosh, man, those girls who, who do that sync podcast, I really miss them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so serious. Like, like, their podcast is so good that I, I listen to so many episodes over again. Like, yeah, I'm just like, bruh, because it's their personalities. I'm just like... Nothing's the same. Nothing can fill the, <laughs> the void. void that there that they left. Okay. Yes. So maybe we have to. I don't know. He looks like he's stuck. He got out of his truck and is talking to people. So we'll just go. All right. Ready. Mm-hmm. And break. So what I'd like to rant about today is finding merchandise for my online store. It's bothering me. Okay. So here's his situation, right? Boom. So I have a jewelry business that I'm trying to launch and it's made out of 14 karat solid gold. And for most of the pieces, I'm creating them. So I'm literally sketching them out. I'm getting them done with my manufacturer and I'll have those pieces to be sold. But the manufacturer that I use, they don't ha- they don't sell chains. And I know chains are really trendy right now and they're like specific styles of chains that I want to incorporate into my store. So those pieces, I will get them like either already done or I might have to find a manufacturer to make them for me, but I feel like that's going to be extremely expensive. More expensive than this venture. So I'm trying to find someone who will sell them to me. Either they're not responding, they no longer do wholesale, or they're telling me I have to open, like my store has to be open in order for them to give me product. But I'm like, I want to fill my store before I open. So it's literally a cycle of like, I need the stuff to open my store, but you need me to open my store before you give me the stuff. And I mean, the only reason why I like, they're like the only company that has responded to me and they have literally everything I need, but it just looks like I I can't get it until I open my store, but then that means I have to launch with less than what I want to launch with. And so it's an annoying cycle. And I'm trying to find a manufacturer that will actually respond to me that's not that one, but no one's responding and I try to call and no one's answering and I get it, it's a pandemic, things are different. Like some stores that used to do wholesale just don't do it anymore, but yeah, that's basically it. I'm just frustrated with it. Yeah, no, I understand your frustrations, but but you could you could do that. You could launch without the product because I've seen a lot of companies have to do that. Yeah, mostly I'm not really into like jewelry like that, but I've seen like a lot of like skincare products have to do that. Where like I'll see their their site is up, 
and they'll have like a few products that like are featured, but the product isn't in yet. And it probably doesn't come for like three to six months or something like that. Yeah. And um, so like, I'm, I'm sure they also understand your frustration <laughs> because yeah. they, they, a lot of the time for, for them, them, it's not ingredients so much as it is packaging. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I've seen, I'm sure everybody has a different story, but yeah. Yeah. So I it's mean, the same way that like for you, it's like the chains, like yeah. it's- And I know yeah. with them, they're just trying to protect their investment because anyone could come in and be like, I'm trying to get wholesale so that they could buy jewelry for themselves that's cheap because this is also yeah. 14 karat solid gold jewelry and it's expensive. So if someone wants to pay less, they could lie yeah. about it. But if I have a store that's already up, they can check the store and say that I'm legitimate and give me my account. I understand why it's happening, but I'm like, how do the girls that I see on YouTube who their entire business is wholesale how are they getting their stuff before they launch? Maybe, well, maybe, maybe they, they do it on the low. low. Like, they literally they start the business but don't promote it so, so that they can get, get the stuff in before anybody even knows about it. Or maybe they're not... Because I, I also have to think that most of the people that I'm doing this from, I mean, that I'm watching on YouTube, they're not doing, like, 14-karat solid gold. They're either doing, like, plated or filled and all the other different types of gold which is a lot cheaper because you have a base metal and then it's just like a thin layer of gold that's put on top where i'm literally Mm -hmm. just doing gold gold so they have more to protect okay let's wrap up this episode (laughs) okay cool um yeah folks that's all folks (laughs) (laughs) well thank you um for your rant i'm sure like a lot of business owners who are looking for like wholesale and looking for manufacturers to help them with their product probably can relate to this, honestly. Um, also, I'm sorry you're got... going through that. Oh, sorry. Huh? I was gonna say also, if any of y'all got answers on how to fix this problem, I mean, I'm not asking for the exact manufacturer, but just ways that you're able to, I guess, make it work. Love yeah. to hear it. Yeah. However you were able to mediate this situation, just, Please share, share your gems. <laughs> Thank you. Share your gems, please. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, um, that's it for this episode. And next episode, we have something special. Special. So stay tuned. Yeah. yeah. All right. Bye. We'll, we'll, we'll catch y'all. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I felt like.